1: Hello and welcome to Here's the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir Matt.
0: And I am Sir Ezra and friends. We are back with the season finale.
1: And I don't know what to say. Um, yes, I don't know how I feel about the season finale of this show. I yeah. it's interesting. In all honesty, in all honesty, I kind of didn't like it. It's different.
0: Lie. It's different. It is just different. I don't know how to how to explain it. Uh, it's not necessarily what I thought it was going to be, for sure. Uh, I thought Ram was going to have that big epic channel moment against the Trollocs, and they kind of shifted that to the female channelers. Uh, it, so it was different. It had its good moments. I, I, I liked that um, we got the dark one, air quote, showing up and showing him a life that could be. Uh, Joya, some some references there. Moraine is stilled. I I someone stopped loyal the stilling.
1: Loyal gets stabbed. Is Loyal dead? I don't think so. Did anybody sound the horn of Valir? No. Mm. Um, I will say this: as far as an ending to Eye of the World, this is one where I'm gonna be honest uh i gotta i'll go ahead and say it man the books are better well yeah this yeah (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the first this is really the first time where i'm like okay right yeah i mean again you know so this will be different because we'll be we'll be talking about the episode and we'll be talking about the season as a whole and the season as a whole solid i feel very good about and i feel very good about the show going forward i will however say i felt like this episode sort of highlighted, especially for me, a lot of the, some of the issues that people have been saying this whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, And I do generally feel like I did not particularly like this episode. I yep. liked all the other ones. I did not particularly like this one. That's not to say there are not cool moments and there's not cool things we can do going forward. Yep. But I just, my init- the initial taste in my mouth is not something that I overall liked the whole episode, but there are a lot of moments I thought were cool, and there is building blocks for season two, season three. Um, So overall, season one for me, I'll say this, is a success for me. I just particularly didn't like moments of this episode. But hey, speaking of new things, Ez... Uh, you know, we're, we're part of this <clears throat> great podcasting network here, uh, with, uh, fan sighted and, uh, there's a new podcast coming. Okay. Check this out. It's called blind, blind sighted. Okay. You probably heard a little preview about it. It's a big, guess some big star guests coming to this, right? So yeah. the player's tribune has launched its first ever mental health podcast, blind sighted hosts our former NHL goalie, Corey Hirsch, and psychiatrist, Dr. Uh, Diane McIntosh. The show will share the moments from a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and mental health became their most important issue and focus of their lives. It allows listeners to have an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges that people face. Guests this season include uh, Kevin Love of Cleveland Cavaliers fame, you know I loved it man that yeah. two, what is it 20, 2016 season oh when yeah we, when yeah when we when we took the championship just back there dropping threes <laughs> you got Paul Bissinett who's a uh, hockey player I'm not as familiar with him but from what I can see he was the Biz Nasty okay that that yeah. seems to be his nickname <laughs> and former NFL Super Bowl champion and MVP Kurt Warner, okay, who I'm very familiar with. I mean, that dude threw like 41 touchdowns, league MVP. He was a grocery. He was work. He was out of the league. He was in arena football. He bounced around. He goes to NFL Europe. He's literally bagging groceries, okay, 1999. Trent Green gets injured, okay? Yeah. And uh, Dick Vermeil, the head coach of the St. Louis Rams, well let's give let's go give kurt warner a shot kurt warner comes in takes the league over with marshall falk emmett smith or not emmett smith marshall falk tory hole isaac Isaac bruce they go to the super bowl they play the titans they win by one yard it's great great great. and there's a movie coming out about him yeah which is which is cool so i mean
0: again that's your those are some pretty big heavy-hitting guests on a podcast blindsided where they talk about mental health and I think it's really neat. You know, there's all different types of mental illness, mood disorders, anxiety disorders, personality, uh, eating, substance abuse, all of those things. And so it sounds like they're going to be talking about the various uh, types of mental health
1: on that podcast with big time athletes, which I think is right. It's cool. Right. Because athletes also face a lot of, you know, pretty specific stuff. I mean, you look at CTE and what's going on there. So anyway, so it says plan your work and work your plan for many athletes. Sayings such as these could be considered scripture, permanent um, signposts lining the long road to success in sports. For some, the very act of pursuing a career in sports can give a sense of control, a sense of safety. So long as you stick to the plan that is until life happens. Um, the kind of life that happens while you're making other plans, breakdowns, insecurity, panic attacks, PTSD, addiction, sudden life changes, ones that require an athlete to toss aside their well-laid plans and answer the question, what's your next play? Blindsided is a podcast about sports, mental health, and life hosted by former NHL goalie, Corey Hirsch, and psychiatrist, Dr. Diane McIntosh. Um, The podcast will share and analyze the moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and what happened when it did. The podcast lets listeners hear these athletes describe moments when mental health became the most important focus on their lives. Blindsided then dives in deeper, it gets clinical, and it allows listeners to leave with an understanding of the different varieties of mental health, challenges people face, why they appear and how athletes in particular face them down. Blindsided is a sports podcast, not only for people who follow sports, but for those who don't. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty
0: awesome. And also, Hey, I want to leave folks with a quote here just because no one else can heal or do the inner work for you. Doesn't mean you can, should, or need to do it alone. So let blindsided podcast be uh, a part of your mental health journey. Go over there, give them a listen, give them a review and tell them that Matinez sent you
1: yeah the, yeah for sure i i think and the whole season yeah not to interrupt you really quick yeah. great comment here by deborah this needs a second watch i will definitely need to i agree. watch this episode again yes
0: i i agree because it, i was like I, again there's a lot to track and if you're a non uh book reader too i think a lot of this too was throwing in tidbits here That's for weird. for book readers you know the, the it's, book I think readers want to say, "Hey, we want all these different things, all these different nods, we want all these references." But sometimes, when you do all of those things, it can be a bit much. Um, and they did kind of save a lot of it for this episode. So, I feel like the
1: whole—I feel, like whole, feel like the episode went. Over I feel like the my, went over. I feel like it went over my head, and it might go over the heads <laughs> of of non book readers. Definitely gonna. It's definitely gonna go over. Maybe. The head of, definitely gonna go. Uh head of the book now some people are saying here look they did not bypass the great hunt or the dragon reborn or any of these other things as we talked about it's an adaptation you have to move stuff around um in no way shape or form did they bypass and we've been saying and actually even more so right now my theory that i've been saying for the past like three weeks that they're blending yeah. the dragon are born and the great hunt yes, sir. into one season is even more confirmed a hunt for me. It's, yeah. They just hundred percent confirmed that the next season is books two and three, because all of yeah. book three is Rand by himself wandering, uh, you know, away from everyone and season and book two is the hunt for the horn and, and like 10 chapters into the great hunt. How does it start? Put on Fane steals the horn. Well, he just stole it. Right. So he did. to me, it's we're hunting Padon Fane. We're hunting the horn. Rand's off by himself. We've already introduced Sangreal, which is a big point of this episode. So for me, next season is is the Great Hunt Dragon Reborn combo. They're going to parallel blend them.
0: Yeah. Um, hmm. the, the one thing I thought they did that was good, like Padon yeah. Fane. So, the so horn of- Padon Fane in this episode was good. He, he showing up with the dark, with the murdral and the fades. And Pot on Fame being associated with the Dark One. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And that's that's a bit um I but it just we've been waiting all season for that and it it kind of hits, you know. Uh it's surrounded. I, I thought we were gonna sound the horn of Valir for a second.
1: Right. I thought the horn, let's... by the way, the horn is found at the yeah. end of Eye of the World. Yeah, it is. And in the first book, they find the Horn of Valir. So this it's not the we are lined up with the with the great hunt. I'm just seeing some comments in here. Um, people saying that they've already right. found the horn. That That is the whole great hunt is that we're searching, we're not searching for the horn, we're searching for Padon Fane. We know where the horn is, right? He yeah. has it,
0: right? And it so it is interesting. It's a different take, right? That Valdara has always had it and they have kept it uh secret and safe. Uh, literally, Gandalf told him two years ago. Um, so they've got they have the horn.
1: It's in Faldara and uh Yeah. 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 So I mean again, it, yeah. So it's still it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna go right with the with the book where they're they're really searching for Padon Fane who has the horn, which is which is season season two. Padon Fane did have the dagger. Yes. He did have the dagger. Um and so people so we, are,
0: are upset because I mean if he stabs somebody with that dagger, we saw what it did to the girl in the white tower. I mean it's it pretty much blackens your you're you're goner. I mean unless there's someone there to heal you.
1: No, we didn't did I don't think we saw Matt stab any Matt didn't stab somebody at the with the white tower and the dagger. Uh in, no, in, no, in Pot in on Fane
0: does Pot on Fane Not, does. In the show? No, in the
1: books. I know, but in the in yeah. the in the show they haven't shown that it
0: No, they haven't shown that no. We don't know it's it's right. it's power. So it could or be or it could be changed. I mean the other thing is loyal doesn't yeah i mean loyal is stabbed i mean the whole thing i mean at this point i'm i'm you know there are a lot of differences loyal is laying there right possibly dead uh moraine has been stilled nynaeve almost died um
1: matt is in Tarvalin, i guess i think yeah see right here here's a great comment can someone explain the post credits scene exactly because I feel like it's one line in episode six where there's and then you just see this this group coming. I feel like it should have actually been a post credits scene.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if people, you know, do you do, like are they good or are they bad? They're channeling. They look interesting. Right. It's a different it's just it's just an intrigue factor. That's all it is. It's just something to kind of, uh, you know, be right. intriguing. I don't know. There were moments for this episode like we were, we were like yeah let's talk about the good ones let's talk about like yeah because fall darra being being uh held uh tarwins gap being held was awesome i even thought it is interesting that the women channel and they they link up and the whole thing you know goes goes kind of crazy and they're burning out but they they won the battle essentially there sort
1: of so yeah I mean yeah I mean so stuff I liked so we got more nan we got Nan I always want to say Nan um, yeah, it, it, You know, I guess we could call him that. What is it, Lyneve or is it Nan? Right. Um, right, we got more yeah. Lyneve, which was good. I thought that I thought the way they still sort of kept their relationship rolling um, was good. We saw Luce Theron, which was cool. That's cool. I actually thought the Moraine and Rand conversations in the blight leading up to it was cool. I actually mm-hmm. think even Rand with you know. We know it's Balsamon, but they call him the Dark One. Um, I generally thought that was all cool and all happening well. The shock factor. They went for almost too much shock factor in this episode. Um yeah. like they didn't like they had like five or six really shocking moments. Uh, and I think that that along with the pacing of this episode, it causes it just to be like a bit too much, and then they sort of are trying to like stuff book references in that are going over everyone's heads um like the moment where the moment where rand falls asleep and he sees moraine die uh like that should have been like your sort of one early episode shock factor and then you know then they then they they did they did they did it they did a bit a bit too much um after after that yeah so yeah um like you said, just just balancing
0: all of it. It, it, it. I almost lost track that that was Loyal getting stabbed for a second. There was so many, you know, kind of like uh, blow you away moments that, that I see him laying on the floor getting stabbed. I'm like, what the heck? So anyway, yeah. and Also, I did like this. Uh, we're talking about moments that we that we enjoyed from this episode. More rain going all the way to the eye of the world and saying, "Yes,
1: I'm going all the way to die." That is that she knew that from the get go. That was to. her plan. Yeah. Yeah, I did like that they sh- when they showed Luce Theron and they showed the the world he lives in and how it's you know advanced. I thought that. Oh, was, that was cool. That was, yes, I thought that was cool. Absolutely. Um Yeah. So, man, it's just a lot. There's so much to unpack from this episode because it feels like it's all. O- it was kind of all. O- it was all over the place.
0: Yeah, I mean, th- so there are big reveals, right? There are reveals um, for it's. To, I think it's to help some of the uh, there was a lot of explaining that needed to happen because it's a really confusing point. Like who is the dragon? What does it mean that he is reborn? And right. then, so you saw the loose Theron guy in the beginning, we're connecting to this individual. That's, that's the only historical context. I mean, you got a little bit about the dragon all along fighting to save the world, but then we got to actually see him. So, you know, that, that should make sense to folks. And then Rand is that person reborn, and he's called Luce Theron. So it, it just happens so quickly that you hope that non-show readers are able to kind of pick up on some of that stuff. I'm like, okay, he's calling him by a different name. Oh, that was that guy's name 3,000 years ago. That's right. He just saw him in a vision. So, um, you know, that was that was cool. And then the dream sequence stuff was was also really interesting just to learn about, like, what is happening? What, what is he tempting Rand with? What is the Dark One tempting him with? yeah
1: right and yeah and he, he showed he showed him that uh, he showed him that other that other that other life uh that we could see yeah i do think um a Shamael as they're calling you know uh the dark one i that actor i thought did a great job i think he's going to be very interesting going forward um and so i do mm-hmm. i do i do think that was pretty cool i actually liked the the scene of rand being tempted i thought that was i thought that was done well and then ran sort of using the song to blow to sort of blow him back. I actually kind of liked the the look of the eye of the world. I thought the way that the way they did it was definitely uh kind of cool. We saw men leaving with a changed mm-hmm. with a changed um hairstyle. Yeah. Which was yeah. kind of cool she she foresaw all of these people's things. The I will say Another, another thing, the shock factor of like Nynaeve dying and then healing Egwene. Mm -hmm. I think you could have done that in a different way to show Egwene, you know, she could have just been, it was like, I don't know. It was like, it was just a lot because it was like her eyes were burned out just like everyone else's. And they really wanted to make you seem like she was dead. And because they already did that in episode four, when like you think Moraine and everyone's dead and then Nynaeve heals them. It felt to me a little weak because I felt like we already saw that Mm -hmm. earlier this season. And if that's a thing going forward, like book or show comparisons aside, if you're just going to keep doing all these like big shock factor deaths and then immediately fixing it, they that it begins to lose its impact over time.
0: Yeah. And again, just to so to remind folks who are who are just now coming in to our live stream, we do love the season and we've enjoyed it. And
1: oh, I, I I I generally I, like I generally like season 1. I I think I'm yeah. just kind of out on this episode.
0: Right. And I'll say this um really not for me. I'm not out on this episode. I think I'm still just processing everything that happened because I was the whole way along I was saying like let's go. Like this is awesome. There was a great build up. The energy was there. All of that was hitting. I just thought Rand was going to do more and it was going to be more of, um, I don't know, it was going to hit a little harder. And really, what hit was the women out there channeling and and throwing their power around and burning out and kind of, you know, all of that. Pot on Fane coming in was was also sort of like, you know, I think I knew he was coming, but right, I'm still processing
1: everything he did. And he did what Parent did or didn't right. do. Yeah. Yeah, this was it was no. this, this was a pretty this was a pretty jam packed episode uh, to say the least. It's going to require a second watch, as well as now I can binge the whole season and I can sort of see it in that context of being able to see the whole thing as as one season. <laughs> I mean, definitely, definitely, I'll say that season two is set up. There's mm-hmm. a lot of threads, you know, pun intended, right? That you can go on. Season two won't be as impacted by COVID. The budget is is probably larger, and I think now you can sort of begin the way. And we obviously don't have the Barney Harris Matt issue because who yeah. knows how much? Who knows how much these last two episodes were supposed to be different? Right.
0: Right. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they could have been. And a then lot you're different.
1: thrown. You're thro- You're thrown a main character leaving. Right, and you and you have to fix this stuff. with Unlimited budget, uh, not unlimited budget, but on unlimited sort of. You have to come back and do two episodes. That you can't like, you know, go back because of the, they we did, they did it the six and then had to come back and film the last two. You can't sort of, you know, like go back. And like, well, we need to rewrite some stuff because he's not there. So, yeah, um, yeah. So. Again, I I can give it a little. I can sort of grade this episode on a skate on a on a curve a little bit, but um, right. still that's still where I'm at. But again, I I'm I'm excited for season two, and I think that I give most shows like a complete pass on season one on just about any show I've ever seen. Yeah, like, sure. And I've sure. said I've said it's... this before, and I'll say it again. Go watch the Office season one. Go watch the Office season two. Night and day different. And the Office is one of the greatest shows in television. Even go watch Game of Thrones season one. There's a lot of stuff in season one where it's like costuming and stuff looks kind of weird and it gets much better in season two. We just watched the Witcher season two compared to season compared to season one. uh, The Witcher two makes, and I loved Witcher season one, but Witcher season two makes Witcher season one. It's so much better that to me, it makes Witcher season one look like trash. And I loved season one and I think it's like great, but it's just so much better. So I think this, and I think the same thing will happen here where I think season two is going to be, great and for me i feel like this was only i loved m- the m- majority of season one so i still feel solid about the whole season yeah
0: I, I do too and i think you're right um there's a lot of big questions coming out of this you know like we're gonna be making videos and people are gonna be talking about it for a long time like what really happened to her, to to Maureen? is she still just shielded uh was she shielded and then and then um the dark one was was himself cut off from the power, and that's is that left over? Is that gone, or was she stilled? You know, is Loyal right. alive, dead? Where was um, what Yeah, like what took land so long? No, I'm just, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is the little secret that Nynaeve knows? Uh, the, her like Moraine's tell, uh, the tracking tell. Did she ever explain that? I don't know if she actually it kind of cuts away and then he just picks up on it and we kind of go from there. I thought you'd think this would be funny though, Matt. So, uh, remember when Rand tries in the books to heal the girl at S tier
1: with Kalendor, right. right this comment the that's the up on the girl. screen
0: yeah Egwene's yeah. new power is that she can heal the dead all right Rand couldn't do that with Kalendor, but now Egwene can <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> kind of funny um so yeah I don't know but I I'm I'm still thrilled. real I, I think I'm just processing all day because it, it is right. so so different. I guess
1: so what so what are your thoughts what are your thoughts sort of on season one as a whole I would say
0: yeah, um as 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 a whole I think it's fantastic. Now I, that, now I, that we're now that we're through the, now we're through well, one season. Let's go back to to a point and this is, there'll be a thread here all the way back um to, to episode 1, but what I saw in this episode with like Nynaeve and Lan, that relationship just keeps growing on me. That was even more I thought yes. okay, we're not going to get more of that because it's the final episode. No, they continued on and developed that those characters and their relationships and it was everything it should be. So that was was great. And that if you watch that from episode one all the way through, it really lands and they really do a good job. Um, you know, what was a bit abrupt was again, it was the way they handled Rand is that there was less like like he's there in the beginning. We understand he is connected with everyone else. So they're pretty well balanced, I guess. And then as we go along, he sort of takes a back seat a little bit. There's subtle little references i thought the last episode when he's landing those arrows and he's doing his thing he's the dragon reborn i thought that was fantastic so that was a high moment the misleading us with who is the dragon i thought that was fine for for people who right. are not for, you know
1: that was that was that was fun that was fun yeah. for a tv uh tv change yes
0: right right um so i think i wish maybe that was more kind of this uh age of legends loose there and trickled Back a little bit, just more kind of understanding. But then again, maybe they confine it all to make it make sense. Like it, it might have been little drops that maybe were were not i I don't know felt disconnected or something because they did kind of confine a lot of that loose there and explanation to this episode. And they just it makes sense. It's proximity. Just tie it right into the eye of the world, and and we're gonna see these guys who were there fighting him back in the day. That all kind of makes sense. So th- there are some things that I feel like speaking of these threads that tie the whole series together, that did work, that do land. Um, I wanted more loyal overall, big loyal fan here. Okay. Um, am concerned about him a little bit. And there's I no thought more There's
1: no, there's loyal. Loyal's, Loyal's going to be there,
0: Matt. I'm concerned because he's been stabbed. Okay. So he's, <laughs> I mean, he's on the floor. I don't like seeing my boy on the floor. It's like when land's throat was slit. I don't ever want to see that again. Was it an epic, awesome moment? And did do I enjoy it in the TV series? Yes, I do. Um, but I'm trying to think of like things that they showed us in this episode. Just to bounce back to this episode real quick, things that happened in this episode that were not there in the books that were expanding the story, like Dara. In the books, we don't really we follow Rand and the in company back to like to the Eye of the World. We don't really see the inner workings of Uno. Uh, the other lords and how they defended Tarwin's Gap, and we get a little bit when Rand, you know, uh, uh, travels there. So that was kind of cool to see the different lords and to see them working uh, together and to see Lady Amelise and everything that that happened there. So,
1: loyal's dead. He, he's dead. No, he's dead, not. Matt. Except hey, except well, hey, it. what is dead may never die. Also, oh, wow, wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong show. Um, yeah. yeah, is Moraine stilled, By the way, that's people are two people, people are definitely talking people talking about that um some of the things seem a bit rushed or honestly poorly written not a big fan of the linking of the girls just for the false drama i don't know i thought that was i the lightning was was kind of cool um and moraine stilled what yeah it's gonna be i mean it's gonna be interesting where do we go from here in season two right um Mm -hmm. season two to me is gonna well season two is gonna be a lot different because you have for starters, one, uh, you have a casting of a character who's not going to leave, uh, presumably, in, in Matt. Mm-hmm. So we're, yeah. that changes things. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we have Rand off, of, off off by himself, which to me is a lot of the stuff that, that's going to be Dragon Reborn. Content, on Fane has the horn. I think the girls are going to go back and begin their eye training. And I think, and I've said this, I think that's where you start to begin to do a little bit of the lore dumping, if you will. Yeah. Um, There's a, you, when the girls go back to, when the girls go back to the tower, you can really begin, I think, to sort of explain to them who the forsaken are, why they're important more on saw angry all, which I think actually they sort of did in a cool way. Like in this episode, here's, here's this thing. It's going to be important. They all used to channel into it and it's powerful. Yeah. So that was a, that was, one thing i think that was done well um as we'll progress forward right throughout the throughout the whole throughout the whole thing so i do i do think i do think that was good um we did not find anything at the eye of the world well no that's not true Moraine did find find something at the eye of the world
0: well the oh the, oh. the, the um, yeah the heartstone yeah right uh, the the seals that kind of keep the Dark One locked away, nothing should be able to kind of crack those and break those. So I know that was a big question. Is the Dark One out? And that's what Moraine kind of says in this episode, right? Is that this is not Tarman Gaiden. This is not the last battle. This was the
1: first battle, the first yeah, of many. And, and I'm going to agree here because it's kind of weird because some people were saying that they had not like, not like the captions that you put on through Amazon, because you did you did you have cap do you have captions set to be on or no?
0: I think I did. I actually I don't know. Okay. I think mine just came
1: on. Yeah, see, I I didn't have mine and we were watching it. And I was like, I don't even know what they're saying. And you guys are like they're saying all this stuff, and a few people were in the chat, so I don't know what happened there, but I was in the same boat. I had to go physically turn on captions, yeah, and then turn and yeah. then turn them off. But I feel like yes, there should have been. Um, well, so I don't.
0: Unfortunately, some of us were on a timer watching it together. So during the watch party, so we couldn't really so pause we it and like, do anything. You know? yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. See, some people said there definitely were. See, there definitely weren't yeah. for me. And I think I know apparently some other people as well. So uh that was weird. I don't know why I, I did have that. And some people didn't. I don't know. Maybe it's because you're watching. I don't know. You're watching Germany, as yes? maybe I don't know.
0: Hey, maybe yeah. Honestly, honestly, who knows? Because mine kicked
1: on right away, and I was shocked when I heard you say that. Like, well, I can't see. Yeah, anything. here's like, somebody. What? I got. I got captions in the cold open without selecting it. See, I didn't, and yeah. that was weird. So I don't know. I that
0: seems like see on a rewatch, Matt. That'll be because that was great. The dialogue back and forth there was splendid. I love. Yeah, see, I open. agree.
1: Yeah, here we go. Never bluffs. And some people are saying they had them. Some people were saying they didn't. So. Mm-hmm don't know that don't don't know on that one i right. i blame jeff on that one wow <laughs> get somebody get jeff bezos on the phone right on the now. phone
0: okay. somebody get him on we the get, horn of a
1: leer he's all he's all about customer service okay right right that's what you'll know, watch those old amazon videos He said the customer always comes first well jeff we got a problem right okay yeah where <laughs> where were the captions
0: um yeah okay so man i'm just trying to still what'd you think let me let's go through some characters How about this can we do this like like talk about yeah. specific characters let's start with Throughout one the season or just the whole well let's just go with this episode first and then we can talk season okay. here in a second because this episode's interesting what did you think of Perrin during this episode and we'll just be honest about our thoughts on
1: these um <sighs> You know, in all honesty, and I guess I'm going to have to tie this to a little bit of the season because I think it all comes to a head here, Mm -hmm. is the balancing act that they've done this season. I do think for the most part has been pretty good. The obviously unfortunate thing, Matt leaving, Barney Harris, the actor left, obviously, after episode six. So it's kind of hard to tell because there was stuff in the last episode and there was stuff in this episode that I think that should have been done by Matt. And I think some of that stuff got blended. I almost think the seeing of Padon Fane was supposed to be Matt, not Perrin.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: That makes sense. Because right, because I don't know. It just felt his
0: connection to the horn. Yeah.
1: Right. And the dagger. And right, exactly. So this episode, I kind of felt like Perrin was like an afterthought. Like we need somebody to sort of go question Padon Padon Fane. Like, yeah, I did think his I did think that his idea with with Loyal about what am I you know, the way of the leaf mm-hmm. and try like that was good. Right. Um this episode, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, what did you think of Perrin? I I felt like, I felt there again, he kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think you bring up a really good point is, is I mean, Matt was tied to the horn into Pot on Fane and he's not in the episode and available. So whatever his arc would have been, and I'm even trying to think like, what would he have done even if Matt would have been there? You know, it's like, I like fight or, or I I don't know, because he doesn't go to the eye of the world. He doesn't go out with the female channelers. So he and Loyal, or someone would need to do something. He probably just would be there with Matt. You know, the movie they both face down uh pot on Bane, which would be interesting. But yeah, he felt like he um didn't know what to do. Really. I didn't, I like, it just felt a little off to me. Not, not pairing, uh Right. If you will. I don't know. I just, it, it felt different. That's why I started with him. And let me bounce to a second one. If I can real quick. Um Egwene. Egwene has just kind of felt like um, afterthought.
1: Yeah, this like a season. little bit. I thought like she was going like, to
0: be the one
1: leading this chart, like 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 right. she was going to have her explosive moment here, you know? Right now, obviously, the actress does not plays a lot of Egwene in this episode. Yeah, but it's that vision that Rand has Egwene. And I thought her acting right. there was obviously great. I mean, I, I oh. think the majority of these people's acting has been. Great for the whole season. I mean, Barney Harris, unfortunately, might have been the best actor of the whole season, to be honest. I I mean, everybody, everybody, everybody really loved him. Um, so got a got a super chat here. So Loyal was stabbed, so they can use Loyal to track the dagger. And Matt, Barney leaving had ripples. Definitely from Rant Almore. Um Wow.
0: Hey, I like that's interesting.
1: Definitely, definitely had 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 ripples. Um Okay. Yeah, here we go. Actually, I was going to bring him because I think we should talk about him. So Earl here, um, Rand was on the side burner during most of the first season. But even in the book series, different characters held the spotlight. So I see the episode characters focus not only um, good for uh, not only good series TV. This actually was the first episode where I felt like we actually got a good bit of Rand. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, where he he really I mean we heard him talk a lot more. That's what was a bit jarring was to hear him talking to Moraine and really having these back and forth moments, a lot of acting, a lot of on-screen time, and he did a great job. Like you said, the acting I thought was really uh uh good for him as well. But um and we and we have to. I mean, we push him forward in the last episode as that guy who's the dragon and now he's got to step up and we need him for context and we have to compare him to Luc Theron. So um and it is good you do there's so many characters the problem with the wheel of time is that you have so many characters i you just brought it up too like if matt's there got it eats up more he has to be paired with someone and it's got to be parent
1: for right. the time and being then, and then yeah tom later Yeah. um i do i think that in season two one of the things i would do is i would go the game of thrones route where and i mean again it's sort of the, some of the way those books are written like in game of thrones you would go like especially like once you get into like seasons two and three, like you go back and watch the episode. You don't cover every character in every episode. Like Mm -hmm. there are some times where you skip. So it'd be like in episode one. And I'm just using a blanket example here. This isn't necessarily the case. Like you would not see Daenerys Targaryen in like every episode. You would not always show a little bit of her story. It feels like in what they would do is they would say, okay, here's the stories. Here's here's sort of the characters we're focusing on in episode one. And then like in episode two, you would focus on like a different region, whatever, and give. And sure. you would still bounce back and forth. I feel like they they should do that in season two, uh, especially because the girls are going to be the tower training. So you can kind of make that a focus and maybe not show Rand and Perrin and whatever. And then season episode two, maybe you don't even show the girls at all and you show um, some of these other things. So that way it gives them a, it gives it a little more time to breathe because some of the times where we would get like. I think it was probably episode four where we're getting Perrin with like the Tinkers and the Way of the Leaf. It's like feels like five minutes of the whole episode, and so, right. um, you know, sometimes it can it, it just feels like it, it feels like it gets lost.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I mean, it, yeah, it was just one of those
1: things where <laughs> it, it's hard, it's hard it's hard to balance. Yeah. I di- I didn't get the captions because I'm a dark friend.
0: Some other people did too. So wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Going forward, you, you're you're totally right. We'll we'll do more of that bouncing around to different regions because they're going to split up, right? I mean, Rand's going to go do his thing now. We've got people in. Some people are in Tarballin. Uh, we'll have Shanchen scenes now. We're going to head to Falma, blow the horn, all, all that good stuff. But um, oh Stephanie's in here. Here we go. So yeah, hey, that guys. was a ride, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. um And it's something that we've been we've been talking about a little bit here, just in terms of. I was real juiced up for the first half of that episode, and then I just I got overwhelmed. I was sort of like, yeah, "What is happening a lot. here?"
1: It's because it's,
0: it's, it, it's like it's like daggers to the chest, man. It's like okay, Rand is winning, but a lot of bad things are happening, right? Like he's beating the Dark One, but no, Pot on Fain is revealing to us that like we wanted him here, we needed. Him here. Someone had a really interesting comment. Like, what is a Taviren, and has the show explained that for non-book readers yet? I, I mean, just that they're special characters. I don't know that there's there has been some line or some talking about it in in the uh, show a little bit, but not not extensively. And even in Eye of the World, there's not really a lot of extensive talk about it. But Thane uses it here, so that's interesting. So that's a big question coming out of season one I'm sure non-book readers are going to be saying what does it mean to be Taviran why are they so special why does the dark one uh need them per se and uh yeah because that was the whole thing like you know what I mean Matt like like stuff was good Rand was supposedly beating the dark one but like Nynaeve is dying the uh like the battle is won but at great cost uh the horn is stolen uh, uno and all those guys that we like are being stabbed loyal's being stabbed matt's turning to the dark moraine is stilled like it's supposed to be a good moment and i think what's right. so jarring for you and i is after the eye of the world when you read that book how epically awesome do we feel like we're sad right. because of the green man dying um and you know there's a. I mean i don't know like i felt like we had more really epic feels and the the prophecy is quoted at the end about the dragon riding again on the winds of time and all these epic things are happening and you didn't really feel like we weren't left on that happy feel and again i get that it's a cliffhanger to take us into the next season but that's why it was so jarring i think for me i'm trying to figure out but i think it's the feeling because we should have won something and really rafe showed us in this this is this is the first of, of many battles and this is not over no, no, no,
1: no, definitely not. And again, um, yeah, uh, hold on. there's just, there's just, there's so much, there's so much in the chat. Everyone's, everyone's, everyone's really going back and forth. A lot of people really like it. A lot of people didn't. Some people were in the middle. So I think that's where we're, I think that's where a lot of people are on this whole deal is everyone is really kind of all over the place. And I guess I'll ask you guys in the chat um, thoughts on the season as a whole, maybe not even necessarily just this episode, because that is sort of the bigger, the bigger, question now is you know what what did you what did you sort of think of the of the of the seat of the season as a whole and then and then where do we sort of where do we sort of go from here rand leaves and he was sort of staring at the spine of the world so Mm -hmm. is he going to possibly meet the earlier than expected and maybe by himself so does he not meet elaine next season do the girls meet elaine and does and maybe maybe Rand and Elaine, somebody said it in our ch- in the live stream I did yesterday. Um, some somebody said it. Somebody said it in the live stream yesterday, something about like maybe maybe Rand actually doesn't really meet Elaine until season three. Like maybe again, we blend the next two books. It all takes place at tier and then the girls are there when yeah. the Horn of Lear is sounded and all that stuff, which would be in season two potentially sounded in tier. And then Rand meets Elaine then, when the girls are all there.
0: Yeah, So something to further your idea, Matt. You've been talking about this idea of everything being in Tyr. Uh, if Rand does go to the spine of the world and goes into the Aiel Waste, he instead of, you know, on the Dragon Reborn, he just kind of uh, meanders through following the prophecies. He could go to the Wise Ones, and he could actually be a part of those Aiel that storm or that climb up the the Stone of Tyr. Remember the Aiel? Right break in there and they're searching for he who comes with the dawn so he could be a part of that unit and just go fulfill one of the prophecies with them i know it would be definitely counter definitely different from the books but guys we are way beyond this is just an adaptation at this point we're just trying to pull pieces and make a cool show uh make it keep the spirit of of, it's
1: it's still an an adaptation i mean that's what i said
0: yeah that's what i said yeah yeah. is is that it's an adaptation that's what i'm saying we're well beyond um worrying about like oh is that is that that's not what happens in the books. Yeah, no kidding. The whole first season is literally not what happens in the books uh, necessarily. It's the spirit of the books, and that's all you need to keep in mind. So to me, I feel like he could go to the Iel, and his whole venturing track could be there. Right. And he does end up, like you said, in tier because that's where they believe they need to go and to, to get Kalendor. So I don't know. Just a
1: thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um- Yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of people with different, and I, I, I I like to show them all, because I like, I like to give everyone credit, and what they, you know, what, what they said, because I think, because I think it's good, because everybody comes at this in a different sort of, um, you know, that everybody comes at it with a different thing, and I think everyone's doing a great job in the chat, by the way, of being respectful, because I'm always fine with everybody having differing opinions. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, um, I'm always fine with people being, you know, some people really love something, some people don't. People are still watching it. You, you you love the books and you're still here
0: trying to see what cool piece can I pick up from the series? What, what, what do I like? Let me pitch. Can I pitch a theory real quick? Yeah. So Moraine has been stilled as far as we know. I see a lot of comments in the, in the chat about is she stilled? Is she not? It appears she's been stilled. Someone said it's possible that she was shielded and it was tied off and that perhaps it is now tied off and she does not know how to untie it and she can't. Because he said the source was right there at your fingertips, and it's gone. Did he steal her? Is is she shielded and tied off? That's up for debate. We can have that debate and have some some comments. We'll make this a a YouTube video, and you guys can can um, you know talk about that in the comments. But here's what I'm thinking they're doing for her story. You know, th- she will because of great need. You know, in the Stone of Tear, she goes through the twisted do- uh, twisted doorway, the twisted stone uh, Tirangrial to go meet with, she goes to the realm of the snakes and the uh, foxes, and she has her three, you know, wishes or whatever, uh, requests. I think they might, that might be a part of it. She might use something like that. You don't need the power to use that. Matt goes through there and he gets a foxhead medallion and stuff. She may go there and try to find some way in which she can reobtain the power, possibly. Like they could be setting up some arc where more rain out, because right now they don't know how to undo stilling. Stilling is not something that can right. be. Once you're stilled, uh, it's done. You're done. So I don't know. Just kind of a thought. Maybe she will go and try to figure out a way to get her power back, and she goes to the realm of the snakes and the foxes. What do you guys think in the comments? Crazy, ludicrous, probably. Uh, this is just spitballing here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just uh, looking. Just pulling up some of some of the. Uh, just um, man, man, in, man in the chat over here. Um, yeah. yeah, we're just like thinking about where we're going to go, because so my guess is Moraine and Lan obviously go back to Faldara. Mm-hmm. They take th- they well, the thing is, as Moraine can't go back to the tower. Until right. She's exactly. Called ba- until she's called back.
0: Right. Exactly. She can't. So, so she, that's why, that's why I'm saying she would go to maybe like, so if Rand's going to go to Tier, like you're suggesting, and right. maybe this is not a fall Dara thing, even though we saw the, we saw the, um, the Shanchin coming in from the West. So we're full predictions. Here we go. Like, right. um, maybe she does end up in, she feels like if the dragon's going to fulfill more of the prophecies, I'll meet Rand in Tier. And while I'm there, I know there is, I mean, she's stilled. So people, Tyrants don't like Aes Sedaya, They don't like them being in their city and they don't like people who can deal in, in the one power. That's why they have all those stored um, uh, Angrial in their possession, and even Tir because they don't want the, the female channelers to have more of them. Uh, there are lords there, men in power, and they're just kind of opposed to it. Uh, so she could now slip in there as just a commoner, go in, maybe try to land, get her into some of those areas and she tries to figure out a way to to channel again, or to get her power back, and Rand is there as well, or something. I don't know if we're going to go down the whole route of of Nynaeve will learn it and then seek out. I think I, I just don't know they're going to push that arc forward fast enough to where it's Nynaeve that's going to be doing the healing of like Suwan and Logain and and Moraine. But that's what we're talking about here. Now that they've stilled Moraine this this quickly. You have to bring those types of conversations up and say, hey, when are we going to
1: how does she reacquire her, her power? Um, because she has to. Right. Yeah, if it ended on a victory, feel what uh feel what are feel what non book readers going to come back for. Uh, Moraine is shielded. Think of Logan's severing. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, interesting. So, I mean, again, that's yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> the, the the feeling here is Well, that's actually uh, I have an idea on that, but go ahead. No, just the feeling is like I was saying before, it's it's why we're, we're wrestling with this is because it is such a... I mean, Moraine is is hurt and injured at the end of the, eye of the eye of the world, but great things happen and it feels more epic and like everything's okay. Right now, nothing feels like okay. Moraine doesn't feel, uh, she's our leader, you know, she's our Gandalf. And I'm like, what the heck? It just feels...
1: What if what if moraine will be taking on some of suwan's arc yeah yeah be- that and I, I, then I, it's more and it's moraine and Logan. yeah it, it totally could be and it, and it
0: could even be that um again if they go with nynaeve and maybe she learns more things along the way it could be that nynaeve heals both of them at some point that could just happen earlier it doesn't happen it doesn't have to happen like the rebel Aes Sedai camp So um but, yeah, she definitely could be because she was kind of sympathetic to to uh, Loghain and understanding that the Reds were out there gentling men without a trial. And Leandrin kind of gamed the system a little bit, set this up to gentle Loghain or to I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, to gentle gain. And so she might find common,
1: you know, ground with him. Yeah. Thank you, Alan, by the way. Um, I'm pretty sure if you are stilled, you are no longer held to oaths. That's true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so uh,
0: that makes it interesting. Oh, my gosh. And Hey, great point, because at the end, Rand said, tell them I died. And she said, I can I can tell no lies. Right. So that means either one of two things, either she is just shielded and there. The powers, the, the oaths are still there. If she's shielded um, and it's tied off, which I don't think it is. I think it, I think they're implying that she's been stilled. Um, so if that's the case, she can lie. Matt, she can tell that lie and say that the dragon died there, but she then goes on right. to say that that's not who Moraine is. The cause must go on. He needs his time to do his thing. She will pick the quest back up and say, "How do I find him? How do I? Where do I meet him again?" um But she's got to deal with her own uh, her own issue right now, which is that she's
1: she's freaking stilled. Yeah. So, um, so what do we th- what do we think next? So next season. Um... The Sean Chan are going to be an issue. That's pretty yep. apparent. White Cloaks. Yep.
0: Well, um, so Logan hinted at it. There's a growing tension out away from the White Tower. He said to the Ironland Seat, the further you are from this tower, the weaker you are. Your power dwindles, right? And I think the White Cloak's presence is going to be growing. What happens in the Eye of the World is that when they go into Camelin, that exact same thing happens. Like, the White Cloak presence is there more gaze is trying is wrestling with like what's going on with her daughter at the tower is the tower as powerful as they once were all of those things so yeah you're right the shan chin will be a force the white
1: cloaks and then the white tower will be kind of dwindling yeah yeah Alan's saying here also non-epic fight is to prevent goku problem so that's obviously that's a drag that's a dragon ball reference yeah i mean so one of the things in dragon ball is that goku is always the guy for just about like nine out of nine out of 10, I would say 99 out of a hundred fights, uh, pretty much outside of the cell saga. Um, Goku, you know, just powers up more and more and more and more and more and, more and always wins. Uh, every, right. every sort of, every sort of fight. Um. So thank you, Alan again. Hey, for another, for another one here. Um. Let's see here. Some other people. Yeah. So, so with the, with the white cloaks, see, man, I almost feel like you could just go right into, Perrin's Shadow Rising, and I talked about this. Is that Perrin's Shadow Rising ends with a white is the like white cloak, sort of battle. Um, you know he tells him off basically there at the end of of the Shadow Rising, yeah. and we know we're gonna meet, we could meet Fael, who is a hunter of the Horn, because the hunt is going on for the Horn. Even though right. even when we, when we have it, that's the whole deal is there's still we meet hunters of the horn throughout the whole series, even though we've right. already we've already even though we've already got it. And so right. there's always people hunting for it because um, they don't know that we've they don't know that we've got it once we get it right. back from put on fame. So could could mean and and next season you could introduce the 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 hunt for the horn as like an event, like it's a yearly sort of event. Um
0: yeah for sure and and then like you said I mean this whole buddy you're I think you're nailing it with these predictions because Rand now y- you had said uh thank you Earl uh, dr- by the way yeah thanks Earl um just a possibly his arc going leading him to tier and move the shift the stuff from Falma around a little bit whatever um and then you've got Perrin, maybe he doesn't know what to do and he does go back home or there's some great need that takes him back there. And it's the White Cloak arc where he will get into this way of, you know, uh, forsaking the Way of the Leaf and, and he and Aram will, will pick up the the sword together or the axe and start to kind of fight back. Because right now he seems to be almost into the Way of the Leaf and this pacifist kind of idea. And and he didn't want to pick up that uh, weapon until right at the very end, he wasn't going to, and it's like people are laying there dead and Perrin was just still wrestling with all of this. So I like the fact that he could, he could go back to the two rivers or anywhere and just sort of um, have take more issue with the white cloaks. Now, speaking of the white cloaks, remember who stabbed a white cloak, right? A Gwaine, who will be a novice or one of the accepted. And, and she'll probably, they're probably going to pop her right up to accepted because of all the stuff that happened in this battle uh, here at Faldara. She's, she's, proven herself to be epic and she and Nynaeve are both awesome uh so that might be the thing but I think the white cloaks might show up at the white tower and say hey we have an issue one of yours has actually killed one of ours I don't know how far that's going to go that that's going to you know just kind of increase some of that tension but I imagine it might
1: yeah um some great comments here Matt is gone uh it's only loyal now the cast has uh, been the cast has been replaced all hail loyal the gambler (laughs) oh my could you imagine and matt is going to be interesting so we do see matt head back to the tower whether it was reused footage or whatever um and so it's gonna be donald noy uh it's not donald is that his name donald Donald noy is the is the reader (laughs) is the donald noy is the uh Who's that? He's the armor in Game of Thrones. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, 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 Oh my so God. Oh my gosh. Not Donald Noy. I wish Donald Noy's freaking sick. Ben, oh, no, I believe, is his name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who is in who's in who's in season one of The Witcher for like one at one episode? Um <laughs> but uh yeah, so we'll see what happens with him, right? And we don't know the timing of that either. We don't know if that was. We don't. We don't know when that scene takes place. Which one? Because he wasn't that far off from Tarvalin, It seems like where Matt. Matt, where, where we see Matt yeah. st- staring back at the tower.
0: Yeah, was that that wasn't new? Why that was just something they reused. I think it was reused
1: footage, and they and they made it. They made it darker.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know that that we'll, we'll we'll pick up with Matt there, and we'll have to see what um what that actor can do with with that whole arc because he needs still some, some more healing, or there's some leftover
1: taint or say. something. Yeah. So, um, if you want to make predictions, you need to read the Norse Eddas. It's the OG source material. Jordan wrote the core around. I am entirely. Oh, that's cool.
0: Alan, thanks. That's actually pretty cool. So the idea there is that like, if we're looking for just inspiration or like the heart at, you know, what he was trying to pull from, that might be something that Rafe and those guys are looking at. You know, what was interesting to me is that, is that Rafe and, uh, or I think it was Brandon Sanderson, I could be wrong, tell me in the comments if I am, said these last two episodes were like his favorite. So I think that's fascinating that this last episode was up there as one of his favorites. Some people were marking it down 10 out of 10. For me, it was more like a seven. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm
1: still feeling seems it. Pretty, still, it seems pretty mixed. I mean, some people, if it, I, this is an episode. Some people really like, and some people definitely don't like, I think I'm with it's you. It's the only um,
0: one I've ever read. I've ever gone lower than an eight.
1: So oh, this for me, I think it was a six, but yeah,
0: yeah, but I still, yeah. I mean, the first season, half of this was season, awesome. I love season
1: it. one in general, man. I don't know. I think I'm at like, I think I'm like an eight point, like two or something.
0: Yeah yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm even a little higher than that. yeah, I, I'm so, uh, oh, Sanderson said six was his favorite. Okay. I wonder what any anyone because he's been out there recently talking a lot about some of what he liked and what he didn't like. and so some of the stuff like, for example, he talked about he suggested that Rafe not kill Perrin's wife or use the wife to kind of escalate uh, his, his story arc. but um right. uh, Luhan. Master Luhan, yeah. like kill him, instead, which was like right. Perrin's parents' mentor instead, you know?
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like we're not done with the Layla stuff. I think it's gonna come back no. up later and, and and be a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely something that, that other people it was nice to hear he he like Perrin and Egwene were settled and they were good and everything seemed to be patched up, you know. And then they're gonna like that we can move on from that, but Perrin still has to deal with Layla and her loss and then maybe acquiring like, you know, if, if, uh, and I say acquiring, sorry, uh, the story will acquire a new character Fahil, and if will, will come into this hopefully and we'll get kind of, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what, uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how she handles, uh, the idea that he accidentally killed his wife. You know, does he tell her, does he lie to her? Does he not disclose that
1: information? Right. That'll all be really interesting. So, yeah, I need, I, I will say again, I need a second watch on this. I yeah, definitely I definitely I definitely need a a second a a second watch on this. Um well, I do believe uh we're gonna have we'll a, a second a second opinion a second, coming in. The second opinion here here coming in here. Shoot. Did do we did you set that up? Did we send the Yep, link?
0: I got I got him linked so we're gonna have Sir Ryan come in here in just a few minutes, guys, and then uh Sir Ezra's gonna uh pop out just because it's three o'clock in the morning.
1: <laughs> As man up. Okay. I, I don't know. know how many times I don't know how many times I gotta say it, but I uh, know. I know. It's, just, all right. just, it's and, all right. You have some you have some editing to do tomorrow, so well that's what I was
0: gonna say. I've got I've got to get the <laughs> Christmas episode and I gotta get this episode out Yeah. Um hey, and also I'll say this. It's kind of like I don't want to burn out like the freaking girls did, man. That one right. chick completely burns out. The one on the far right, she's gone. And then Lady, Op- did all three of them die, Matt? Did all three of those individuals burn so. out? I do believe I, so. Because we saw Leandrin get close. And I'm right. getting close, but I'm just saying that was intense. That they showed us that, like they went to that level. Someone said that you can't burn. Uh, in the comments, let me know. In the books, can you burn out when you're linked Together. like that? Could they? I all don't know burn if that's out? a thing. I don't know. I I, I, don't know. I can't remember if that was a thing in the books. That there, there's a lot of technicalities and a lot of rules surrounding linking and the number how big the circle is and all that kind
1: of stuff. Was right. cool. That they kind of formed that circle. And Nynaeve ball. may have actually died. And they, they didn't really what some people were saying I, to me, it doesn't really matter whether she actually died or not, because but Egwene saves her. Um, right. So regardless, hey, uh shout out to, hey, to Stephanie here. You got to remember, this wasn't just an adaptation of just uh, the eye of the world, but the series as a whole. I'm very interested to see where we go from here. Yeah, they because there was a little bit of new spring stuff. Yeah. Yep. And we've talked about it. I think power scaling wise, they're way further along and some stuff, character development wise, they're way, they're way further along. Like Nynaeve and Land's relationship is way further along than yeah. it is by the end of the eye of the world, like way further, which is fine. I'm here right. for it. Right. Yeah. No. And, and I appreciate Stephanie
0: um putting this comment up here and, and thank you so much because like I do, I do always try to be optimistic and pull the best from the episode and this is definitely an adaptation of The Eye of the World. And they're they're pulling from the whole series. And, and Rafe has said that. He's he's trying to make something that's new. um, But that is, it expands the stories. It shows us those. Like, it, it showed us inside Valdara during this time. We did not get to see this. So I always look at that as, as a positive right. and a bonus. Like, we get to see um, Uno and what would have been an Inktar. Or, you know, uh, Lord Agomar doing his thing there. By the way, God, is Lord... Is is Lord agamar dead? He's, he's a he's a goner. Yeah. Did he die? He went that went right through his chest. Right. So there's a lot of things going on there. But again, Stephanie, thank you because I always try to take that that approach too, which is just like let's let's pull, you know, from uh the best
1: bits here, and and what do we yeah. like about it, and then we you know we can improve here. So hey, some people are saying dead is dead. If it's impossible to heal. Uh, If it is possible to heal dead people, they need to bail fire everything. And there is a moment later, and I make jokes about it on the podcast um, all the time about deader and that girl ran, try to revive with Calendor, which is in you know in like book four. Uh, oh of my beginning god! Of book, beginning of book four, where he, this girl's dead, and he tries to he tries to bring her back from the dead, and he can't. Um. Yeah. I. I yeah. I. So maybe Nynaeve's not like fully dead, and Egwene heals her. Um. Yeah i don't know yeah. uh, that i just sort of viewed that as what it is i didn't i guess I'm, I'm not reading nearly as much into that one particular moment i suppose
0: well yeah and then being burnt out we don't really i mean it looks like they're i don't know what what that really right. does to your insides or the whole i don't know how it all the anatomy of it um and i thought the moment yeah. with like Egwene healing her like you'd get that graphic like you know how uh naive yeah. kind of or the 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 CGI where she does that big healing bubble, right? And it healed a lot of people. I guess they didn't want everyone else there healed, just just naive. <laughs> you know, right? I mean so yeah, I thought that was yeah interesting. She was just yeah. mostly a lot dead.
1: People, yeah a lot of people are saying just mostly mostly dead. What does that even mean? <laughs> Goodness. Um <laughs> if Moraine isn't healed in the first episode of season two, I'm out. I'm sorry, but she's my favorite character. Well, and I'm yeah. yeah, Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, that's off putting. That's that Matt. That's the thing. We love Moraine, and it is just kind of strange that she's been stilled. Like, like just I didn't think she was stilled. I thought she's defeated. It's whatever. She's lost Rand. She's gonna give that whole speech, but she's not stilled. The extra like punch to the gut is that she's stilled, which now has me just thinking about all the different ways in which she can get her power back. So yeah, I'm with I'm with
1: that commenter. Like I think
0: yeah, we got to get it back soon
1: so. right so what do you what do you think by the way of they're doing a lot of because you know there's moments later with moraine where something similar may happen in the books and yeah. like i don't know i feel like we, we talked about this a little bit earlier the sort of shock like so in, in episode four Nynaeve heals everyone but that we think yeah. is dead and then right. here Egwene does it Right. You know, once you've kind of done that, if you do it again, then it sort of loses its it's kind of it's kind of like, you know, in Superman two, the whichever cut it is, the the, original, or the original where he just reverses time. And it's like, well, that's the same thing you did in Superman one. Right. Right. So It doesn't it just doesn't feel as cool. So, you know, I mean that's why
0: I think she might not go just get healed by Nynaeve. I think she'll try to find her own clever way and there's other there's other realms there's other places she can go for magic and power or gifts or whatever I think that's where we're gonna get into different realms and I think she might
1: do that earlier than we think so did the dark one win or lose uh I'm I'm confused there are some there are, actually I've seen more I've seen a handful of comments of, of there right again so she said it's it seems like so let's
0: explain the stone the the quindiar um i think and if i, I hope i'm saying that right it's Heartstone, and it was made with the one power it's indestructible nothing can scratch it it can't be broken um you talk about like uh, it's the, a lot of the swords and weapons back in the day were power rot made with the power but this was a special stone uh that was made with the power that could not be broken and they used seven seals on the dark ones prison and he's sealed that way. Those seals, that crack that we saw, basically is I think they're trying to represent there that the Dark One's prison has been broken, and that by getting ran there, that's what we all thought. It's a trigger that triggered this release. So, yeah, I feel like that's I feel like that's where we're at with that. I mean, that's that's why they showed that. That was to again. They don't really explain. They do talk about it. What what could this mean? And you're supposed to kind of infer that. Okay something's wrong something way more power either ran super powerful or this triggered something you go back to pot on Fane's comment about the Taviran and him being the dragon and how the dark one needed them as well and wanted them there and i guess that's part of what what that was all about
1: so yeah and it's so uh, yeah do you and i'll ask the this is the chat too do you guys think because i i do think some of this stuff went over people's heads
0: yeah for um you mean non book readers? Non book readers. I think the parts that did are again explaining understanding who I now they did a good job of Matt. So they had the guy with the fire eyes, right? He shoots yes. an arrow into him and he becomes someone else in the dream. That was cool. That was good because that helps you bridge that gap of like this is a fiery eyed guy who's now played by a normal person and he's dressed like that guy from the beginning. So you start to kind of because I think of your mom yes. who watches the series, right? trying to put those pieces she's together. gonna ask me all the questions
1: yeah right which is great you know so but i will say the people that have so like um like my is watching it her family's actually actually watching it and they're like asking me a lot of questions they're like so wait yeah. what happens here what's and they're like not the kind of people because they watch like game of thrones they're just like watched it whatever
0: right. um
1: but they like are intrigued by this work like they are intrigued and want to know a little bit more about it So that is I do find that interesting that, you know, non real. I mean, like you're talking like the ultra mainstream people um, are getting more and more sort of intrigued by it, which I do think is a good thing uh, for the show. And I do. And I will say, um, again, just because, you know, there's a there's a lot of in the chat people, people sort of a lot of different opinions. I still feel like season one is a big success. Oh, yeah. Just be just because yeah. I I think I'm more in the camp. Where I didn't particularly I wasn't particularly fond of this episode. But that doesn't mean I'm not particularly fond of the series for sure. And, and, and do you um, think it'll grow on you? Do you think it'll grow on you this episode? Yeah, eh, maybe. I don't know. It's going to be one episode, you know, by the time by the time this is what we're at least getting three seasons. So by the time it's done, it's going to be one episode out of what, 24? Yeah, at least. So right. Right. Maybe not. I don't know. Well. Hey, before I jump off, I want to hear what Ryan has to say.
0: I want so, to hear his all thoughts. All
1: right, guys. Well, that's, that's definitely certainly part one of our thing, and we're going to pop in right here. Add in Ryan. So for those of you guys listening on the podcast, be sure to click over to part two so you can check that out. So, Ez, let's go ahead and bring in Ryan It's part two.